This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. So let's start by doing our weekly recap because this week was a shit show. Just in general, a lot of life events happened and I'm not sure why they all happened in the span of seven days, but they did. Um, Apparently Mercury's in retrograde, so maybe that's part of it. It's actually insane just how many things happened this week and they're like big life events and so I'm just trying to cope with them a little bit right now but one thing that I have been doing this week that I want to share with you guys is well first of all I started reading the book Girl Wash Your Face loved it and so now I'm on to the next one Girl Stop Apologizing and one of the things that she says to do in it is to say 10 things that you're grateful for every single night before you go to bed I think that's an amazing idea. It's such a great thing to do. And so she says that try to make them as specific as you possibly can. So obviously, I'm very thankful I get to go to school. I'm very thankful I get to do what I do every day. And I have a family that loves me and I'm healthy and I have a home. And I'm so thankful for all these really big things. But she says to make the things that you talk about at night to be very, very specific to that day. So for me, even today, I went to Target and I came home and my hands were completely full of all my groceries. So a nice man held the door open for me. And so that's something I'm going to bring up when I list off my 10 things later tonight. And she said that by doing this, it has you think more about the good things that happen in your day throughout your day and you start to pick up on little things that can bring you joy and little things that can bring gratitude into your life and that's honestly so true because I don't think if I would have if I didn't know that I had to say 10 things tonight that I'm grateful for I probably would have just completely bypassed this man holding the door for me obviously I said thank you and I was really happy that he did it but it wouldn't have made such a big impact as it does so yeah just a little tip a little trick try it out for just like a few days and see if it makes a difference I know that it made a huge difference for me and I kind of view my day-to-day a little bit differently and kind of in a brighter light so just try it let me know what you think I think it's really good honestly I really like it When you guys are listening to this episode, it'll be Monday, so HC has our first pop-up shop, and (laughs) I'm very nervous. I'm, like, extremely nervous. I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I just, I get nervous to put myself out there like that, but obviously it's something I have to do. I mean, this is my brand, this is my business, I have to do that, 
And I was talking to my boyfriend the other day about how I get really embarrassed to put myself out there a lot of the time. I get really embarrassed to do this HC pop-up shop or to send an email to a doctor I want to shadow or something. And I kind of had to change my mindset and be like, why would I be embarrassed for hustling? And why would I be embarrassed for trying something? Like, why would I ever be embarrassed for working hard and putting myself out there? Because you never know what's going to happen. It only takes one time for me putting myself out there for something big and positive to happen. Like, you never know, so why would I ever feel embarrassed for wanting to do the best I can possibly do? And so now that I have that mindset, I'm a little... I mean, I'm obviously still nervous. It's a scary thing to do. But regardless of the outcome, I know that it's going to be a learning curve. And I know that it's going to be something that I can go home at the end of the day and be like, I'm proud of myself for just putting myself out there no matter what. But yeah, so if you live in Pittsburgh, feel free to come see me. On today's episode, we have Tamara Anthony, who you must know from TikTok and Instagram. She's huge in the wellness and fitness lifestyle. And I first got to know her because I actually sent her HCPR a long time ago and she was so freaking sweet. And so I just knew I had to have her on the podcast. And yeah, so I'm going to stop talking. We're going to just get right into the episode and I hope you guys love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Of course, I'm so excited to be here. I was just, I'm vlogging today, and I was like, oh, I'm doing a Zoom. How do you pronounce the word correctly? Because I feel like I say it differently every single time. Is it Helfrich? Yeah, Helfrich. So it's my last name. Do you want to give everyone kind of like a little brief introduction about who you are, what you do, where you're from, that whole thing? Sure. Hello, everybody. My name is Tamara Anthony. I'm 23 years old. Right now, I live in San Diego. I graduated college about two years ago. I don't know. The COVID months, they all blend together. I don't even yeah. know what years. People always ask me, when did you graduate? And I'm like, uh, the year we got shut down. That's I what I always do. <laughs> Um, but I graduated with a major in kinesiology, uh, hoping to be a physician assistant, but right now I'm just getting my clinical hours and seeing where life takes me mm-hmm. over quarantine. I got certified to be a personal trainer and just started all of my accounts. So I started on TikTok first, that kind of started blowing up and then I ended up making an Instagram and now we're on YouTube. We're doing it all now, <laughs> but that's pretty much me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you because um, I watched one of your vlogs and you had clinical like internship, that whole thing. So I was going to ask, like, are you still wanting to do PA or? I don't know. So I still have that internship. I'm actually going there tomorrow morning and I'm just racking up my clinical hours. But I always told yeah. myself after college, I would take a year to kind mm-hmm. of just explore, see where life takes me. And since I started Tamara Fitness, that's kind of taken me. So that's kind of my focus now because it's going so well. I'm like, why give it up? And I'm also so passionate about it. And when it comes to PA school, I have kind of lost my passion for it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. Exactly. So if you are into into it or like super motivated to study it, it just makes it 10 times harder because it's just straight memorization. Yeah. Um, So I'm kind of just... I'm again, just waiting for where life takes me. If everything comes crashing down, I'm 23 years old. I'll be able to restart. Most of the nurses and doctors I work with now say that they didn't even go to grad school until they're 30. So yeah, 
I'm being patient with myself. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be me. I'm not going to go to med school till I'm like 26. So I'm not going to be an actual doctor till I'm like 80. So we're fine. Right? It's like, oh, cool. You did college. Okay, now here's 15 more years of school. Yeah. You're like, I don't know if I really want to do that right now. No, exactly. And it's also a huge financial commitment. Like going into grad school for anything medical related is just insane. And Mm -hmm. then to the time commitment, you don't have a life outside Mm -hmm. of grad school, really. It might old roommate and I live by myself, but my old roommate, she started physical therapy school and she was Monday through Saturday, 7am to 8pm, just Mm -hmm. constant work. And I would look at that and be like, okay, yeah, I can definitely wait a little bit longer. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I'm not on the move. Well, I don't know. I don't know for you, but so I'm pre-med and like it, even just like mentally, like kind of fucks you a little bit. Like everyone is so competitive. It's so hard to get into med school. I'm like, don't we need more doctors right now? Like, why do you not want me to come? Right? Like I'm trying to better society. (laughs) I'm just trying to be a good person. And you guys said no. Totally. No, it's so competitive in that realm. Like I remember in college, the nursing department, there was this whole scandal and drama where um, some of the nursing students were giving the other nursing students incorrect answers so that they would do worse on ex- like just yeah stupid competitiveness and I'm just it blows it's my mind too much it's just like it's so much and it like yeah it makes you just not want to do it at s- certain points and you're like why would I compete with all these people that literally want me to fail exactly exactly but so how did you get into health and fitness I mean I know you were a kin major so my little brother did that so he went to Cairo um mm-hmm. but how did that kind of all start like how did the TikTok start I guess um well I've always been active my whole life like mm-hmm. preschool I did tap and jazz and then I did tumbling and then when I went to high school I did pole vault and I ran track oh my God. entry all of those things so I've been active my whole life a lot of people ask me like when did your fitness journey start I don't even know because I've just been doing things my whole life both my parents are pretty active they're both still cycle instructor stuck instructors and my mom used to be an aerobic instructor so it's kind of just always been in me mm-hmm. um, but after I stopped running track I just got into the fitness world myself more into like lifting and doing mm-hmm. my own type of workouts I started working at UFC gym so I started getting mm-hmm. involved. I don't I've just always been around fitness and now I work yeah. on three. but over quarantine I am a very I like to keep myself very very busy so mm-hmm. quarantine happened and all my distractions were gone and I couldn't keep myself busy and my anxiety just came out to play like no other and yeah. buried me in my anxiety I don't want to say I was depressed but I was definitely in a very depressed state for a few months yeah and I got to this point where I was like, I need to do something. And I've wanted to create a fitness account since I was in high school. You could ask my ex-boyfriend how mm-hmm. often I talked about this. Like, yeah. <laughs> dream. I would always tell my friends, I'm going to start a YouTube channel this summer. I'm going to And I would just always chicken out because I was so consumed and worried about other people's opinions on me. Yeah. But quarantine, I got pushed to my boredom and I was thinking, okay, TikTok is a thing now. Not a lot of people are on TikTok yet that know me. And so maybe I can start posting videos on there mm-hmm. just to get used to it. And then if like people won't see it, if whatever, that, my friends won't see it. 
And so I started doing that and I started becoming more consistent with it. And consistency is key because as soon as my page became mainly fitness, that's when I started to really grow because people look at an account and be like, okay, this is what this account is for. Right. And I kind of just kept going for it, going for it, built my confidence. And then I had people on my normal personal Instagram being like, you should start an Instagram, start Mm -hmm. doing it, blah, blah, blah. And I remember one day I posted a poll on my personal Instagram and just said, would you guys be interested? And so many people were like, yes. And so I was like, okay, so I started my fitness account. And then it just kind of leads one to another. Like then I started a YouTube channel and all Mm -hmm. those kind of things. But Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. How it started, basically, I just had to hit such a low point, my mental yeah. health. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you need to create something to create some dopamine here. <laughs> yeah, we are literally the same person. That was me with HC. I just, like, literally got to such a depressed state that I was like, what am I going to do to, like, get out of it? And I was like, let's make clothes. I was yeah. like, do I know how? No, but we're just going to, we're just going to do it. 
And I have to say your, so the first sweatshirt you sent me, I was like, wow, this is so soft. This is amazing. And then the second one you sent me, I was like, wow. Like the first one was really good, but the second one, you could just tell the difference in the quality and Mm -hmm. like how much you're just growing. I was like, wow, this no, I'm not kidding. I wear your sweats constantly. And the amount of DMs that I get, I'm like, I need to just post a photo wearing it and tag it so people know where it's from whatever whatever I see you like wear it just like in your I think like the other day you were talking just about anxiety and all this stuff and you were like wearing the hoodie I was like so like prideful I was like oh my god I was like oh my god mom she's wearing it and I screenshot them and I send them to my parents and I'm like oh my god she's wearing it like how cute like she must really like it that's so, so exciting. You know, I'm like obsessed with it I wear it constantly like I do the number um, one most picked up hoodie Oh my God, that makes me so happy. I actually want to ask you questions because I put it on and I'm having the hardest time trying to figure out hoodies because I make my own make today your bitch hoodies and Mm -hmm. that's like all I make. Yeah. Trying to figure out like where to get them, what's quality, what's not is so difficult. And so I honestly was going to pick your brain and be like, what fabrics do you look for? Because when I put that hoodie on, I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is what I want people to hold in their hands. Oh my God. Yeah. No, we can totally talk about that after. It's like, it's, I mean, I'm very picky with everything that I do. So I like make all of them like myself. So I will do the thread count and like the fabrics, the weights, like all of that, just because I'm literally psycho. And I'm like, I can't just buy like a pre-made hoodie and put my stuff on it. Yes. But you have to be psycho. That's why it's good. Yeah, I'm literally, you can ask like anyone, you can ask my boyfriend, he'll be like, she's actually psychotic with this. <laughs> but I'm like, I have to, I have to, I need like high quality stuff. Seriously, wait, so what do you mean you, do you get like a bulk order of hoodies and then you kind of go off of it from that? Or how do you get your hoodies? No, so I actually like, I will deal with like manufacturers and be like, I want it this way, like 50 GSM. I want it this is the thread count. I want this size. And I like will take a measuring tape and actually measure out the hoodies myself and be like, I want them 27 inches long. I want this, this length. Like Mm -hmm. I do all of it. So that's why when people want sizing for it, I'm like, okay, but they're not an average hoodie. Like I made them a little bit bigger than an average hoodie. And then I made this one a little bit smaller. And I just, because I'm trying to figure out like what I like. Totally. But hoodies are, I thought I'd be like, oh, hoodies are generic, whatever. There's some weird hoodies out there. Like it's hard to get a hoodie right. Hoodies and they fit you funny. And I'm like, what the fuck is on my body? I'm like, why is it tight? But, um, so, okay. Back to fitness a little bit. Tell us about being an orange theory coach. When I was an undergrad, I did orange theory like every day, maybe explain to everyone what orange theory is in case people don't know. I'm sure everyone knows, but like just in case. A lot of people don't know. I actually made it. Yeah. I've been wanting to make a TikTok kind of summarizing what an orange theory class looks like. Hmm. But first of all, it's not free weights. It's not like an open gym. It's all classes. And Hmm. I sum it up by saying a third of the time you're on the tread, a third of the time you're on the rower, a third of the time you're on the floor. Sometimes it's like mixed up more than that, but there's basically the tread, rower, and floor. On the tread, you will be doing different intervals, so it's not like you're just running for 20 minutes straight. It's like Mm -hmm. one-minute sprint, two-minute run, one-minute walk. Like, it's just like constantly different, and it's different every class you get. Sometimes you'll be running 
just different intervals every time yeah. on the rower. It's one of the best full body workouts for you. I love it. 60% legs, 20% core, 20% upper body. My mm-hmm. script is going to start spilling out of my mouth. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but that's a great thing. Everybody always loves the rower. If you have back issues, if you have core issues, the rower mm-hmm. is the machine for you. And then on the floor, that's basically just the weight room, TRX straps, benches, all of that kind of weight training type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is. It's an hour long class. You got one coach, me, mm-hmm. and I'm yelling over the intercom telling you what to do so that you don't have to like think you just have to do. And everybody yeah. loves that. Love it. Um, but it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal workout. It's hard. Like it's actually really hard. And I went to like my first class and I mean, I like would work out before I grew up dancing, all this stuff. So I went and I was like, this should be such a breeze. And I literally almost threw up. I've made somebody throw up before it really, it's as hard as you make it. If you want to walk through and walk through it, you totally can. But if you want to push yourself, yeah, it's going to be a really challenging workout. And I feel like a lot of people push their self, push themselves more than they're used to without noticing because you have people next to you. So you're like in that competitive environment and just makes you want to go harder. Like you don't really want to like you don't want to walk when someone next to you is running like it just makes you want to run but it's really as hard as you make it like sometimes if I'm not in the mood to work out I'll just do that power walker on the tread I'll do Mm -hmm. super lightweight and make it really easy or if I'm just feeling like a beast that day then I'm I'm gonna go all out yeah and so did you just take a whole bunch of classes and then you were like I love this I want to become a coach or yeah no so I actually um my So I've known about Orange Theory for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've like taken many classes. My ex-boyfriend's mom was an instructor. So I would like take her classes. I just kind of always knew about Orange Theory. And then one opened up literally right across the street from my school. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for a new job. So I went in and I applied to be an SA Mm -hmm. and I got it. And so it was just the best job. It was less than three minutes away from my house. And I loved my employees. I got a free gym membership. I was like, yes. And like I said, I've always wanted to be a personal trainer. I don't know if I said that, but I've always wanted to be a personal trainer since I got out of high school. Like my all-time dream is to own my own facility. That's a training and rehabilitation. So you got like the personal training in the front and then the rehab in the back. Um, But I, every time I would see the coach like go, I was just like, do that like that looks so much fun and I even have a video on my phone we were doing like a deep cleaning in the studio and the head coach at my studio was like let's put you on the mic and I was like coaching people to clean the studio but I was like having so much fun and it was like a year later and I just told everybody that worked in Orange Theory that I knew I was like I want to be a coach I want to be a coach tell me when I can be a coach like tell me how to do it and I will do it and so after quarantine we worked our gym got shut down but I got certified to be a personal trainer. And so when we came back, I was like, I'm ready. Tell me when the next auditions are. And even the owners and the head coaches of the entire like county know who I am. So he came in, his name's Alan. Alan came in and I was like, Alan, I want to be a coach. <laughs> How do I do this? And so then they told me the, um, the it's all auditions. So they told me auditions. I went, I was petrified. I was shaking so much. Like, I'm an extrovert. I feel like I could speak in front of people, but when I speak in front of people, I, my voice sounds like I'm about to start crying Mm because I start shaking so much. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got it. And they were like, we'll tell you after the weekend if you got it. And then the girl, I knew everybody who was auditioning me and she Mm -hmm. texted me later that night. She's like, we're not going to make you wait all weekend. Like you got it. We'll see you next week. 
And then it's a whole week long training process. Um, honestly, it was super exhausting, not because it's hard or like super difficult, nothing like that, but it's more, it's still an audition during that week. So you right. have to be on the entire time. So it's kind of like when you get home, you're just mentally drained because yeah. you have to be like, Woo, I'm a coach. I have personality da, 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 the entire yeah. time. And it's like exhausting by the time you get home. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, uh, oh my gosh, I love it so much. Sometimes I think like, do I have time for this? This is stressing mm-hmm. me out more than I am. But genuinely, if I go into coaching a class and I'm in a stressed out or busy mood, it's the best distraction. Like being yeah. able to help people and like feed off of other people's energy and being that energy for other people just yeah. raises my mood so much no matter how anxious or depressed I'm feeling it mm-hmm. just brings me all the serotonin yeah well that's even just like working out in general just like yeah. it just you go in you're so depressed you come out and you're a whole new person and it's the best thing ever totally and now I've been coaching for a while where I, I've seen such progress within my own members like this one kid came in he was terrified of picking up like eight pounds and Mm -hmm. I would go up to him and he at first used to hate when I tried to talk to him he would Mm -hmm. like shut down or if I corrected his form he wouldn't want to work out for the rest of class like he was just very self-conscious yeah and I kept working with him and I kept talking to him and I didn't lay off of him and now he's like bench pressing 25s and I went up to him and I was like 25s and like I hype them up and like you can see inside how proud of themselves they are and like it's that's just the best feeling seeing the progress within everyone that's like the most rewarding feeling oh my god yeah that's so that's so freaking cute it's adorable it makes me want to cry (laughs) one time this one I could talk about this all the time this one guy who barely speaks to me he Mm -hmm. never spoke to me and I've always been like okay like you're just a little timid it's fine and then one day he came up to me after class and just for 10 minutes talked my ear off constantly and he walked away and I turned to the girls working at the front desk and I'm like that made me so happy like he's never said that many words to me like that makes me so happy he's getting comfortable with me and like oh it's just the best feeling oh my god that is so sweet one of the biggest questions that like college girls have around fitness how do you get abs um abs are made in the kitchen and I know everybody says that abs are made in the kitchen and they're genetic people ask me all the time how many days do you do cardio? How many days do you do abs to get your abs? Blah, blah, blah. I, it's all genetics. I do cardio two times a week, maybe three times. I do abs maybe once a week. Like really it's my core work is all from compound lifts, those mm-hmm. kind of things. I don't really sit and like do 20 crunches. Right. Um, it's really just all me in the kitchen. And for girls, especially we hold our fat there genetically yeah. because yeah. we're supposed to carry children (laughs) so we got some extra padding on the stomach which nothing is wrong with that but I feel like people don't understand that that is actually normal and that is actually healthy and sometimes having abs doesn't mean you're healthy and fit that means like sometimes it means you're restricting yourself too much Mm -hmm. Um, everybody's really different but I would say eating clean Mm because your body entirely is 70% food and 30% working out like if you are killing yourself in the gym but you're eating like shit or not at all or too much outside of it then you're not going to see much progress so when it comes to abs that's like the biggest rule um I would say 
cardio. If you just do ab exercises, you're not going to do abs. You cannot spot reduce fat. You need right. to bring fat all over your body. So full body workouts, hit sessions, all those kind of things. And yeah, just doing strengthening exercises. My abs are honestly genetics. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. My <laughs> sister has two kids and she has a six pack. So yeah, I, it's just like in our family and don't judge yourself if you don't have abs versus Mm -hmm. that does like abs are just they're so annoying I know and like yeah like you said a big thing I mean I always say like working out is the easy part for me it's like the nutrition and making sure that I'm like eating healthy and like whole foods and that whole thing I can work out for like four hours like honestly I do it to de-stress and like for my anxiety but it's the eating like vegetables and everything like that's the hard part Yes, I know. And really when it comes to eating to make it easier, it's all about prepping yourself. So if you have a couple hours one day, make all your vegetables, make all of the vegetables, throw in the oven, put it on a pan, however you make your vegetables, and then just store them in your fridge. That way, when you get super hungry, you can just throw things on a plate, heat it up, and then you're good to go. Because those decisions, when you're thinking like, okay, I'm so hungry right now. I could either wait 30 minutes to cook a full meal or I could run through Chick-fil-A. And it's like, those are the moments. So it's, if it's just ready for you and ready to grab and ready to make, you're way, way, way more likely to eat healthy. Yeah. And then I always tell people, eat healthy for a week. Just eat healthy straight for a week and see how you feel. And then go back to your normal eating after that and then see how you feel. Most likely yeah. you're going to feel so insanely good after that week of clean eating that you're not going to want to go back. People always ask me, how do you stay eating consistently healthy? It's because like, I don't want to even feel like what I would feel like if I ate all the disgusting foods constantly. It makes you feel heavy and sluggish and like yeah. you don't have energy versus clean uplifting foods just make you feel like you're queen. You're yeah. Queen. Yeah, you just feel so much better. And that's, I say that all the time. Like, say I have like a weekend or whatever, and I eat whatever I want, whole thing, and I'm like not eating healthy. I always tell myself, like, give myself three days of eating vegetables and clean foods. And like, after the three days, I'm golden. Like, after the three days, I'm totally fine. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I think okay. just like adjust. Yeah. But um, so for college students, what do you have any like tips or tricks for them to kind of reach their fitness goals like while in college? Because obviously living in a dorm, you don't have maybe a huge kitchen or able to like cook all your vegetables or whatever. And then also a big thing that a lot of girls always say is like they are in college. They still want to go out on the weekends and like be with their friends and that whole thing. But how can they still maintain or achieve their fitness goals but also like have a social life you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads go to lipsandads.com now that's l-i-b-s-y-n ads.com you're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads.
Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Yeah. Um, in college, I went out like three nights a week. So don't feel shitty about yourself if you're going out. I was such a party girl. I would school hop going to all the frats. Like, yeah, please enjoy your time. That's what college is for. Yes, you are only in college for such a small amount of time. So like restricting yourself there, you're going to look back and be like, why did I do that? Like I was going to be leaving there anyways. I could focus up afterwards. Why was I so hard on myself for such a short amount of time? Mm -hmm. Live it up in college. But when it comes to alcohol, those are empty calories and it's such an easy way to gain weight. That's why everybody knows about the freshman 15. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just what happens. Yeah. Um, I would recommend trying to stay away from like sugary alcohols, the super flavored alcohols, um, find some recipes that you really like. I am a big tequila girl. I'm usually, usually like shotting it or I'm doing like tequila soda, something very clean. It doesn't have to be like the super sugary drinks, even if, okay, we're talking college. You guys aren't going to be making mixies. (laughs) If you are doing shots for your chaser, maybe don't pick Fanta, like don't fit Make super sugary chasers. Be realistic with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember ices. Do you remember? Not yes. like Smirnoff ice, but like those. Oh, little, like, oh yes, yes, yes. And they're kind of like sparkling water. Yes. Yeah. Those yeah, are really yeah. good. And those are like low calorie, low sugar things. Mm-hmm. I think those are like. Those are, that's a good one. And they're good. Honestly. They're really good. Um, but for meals, just make the healthiest decisions you can. I know a lot of people are on food plans. So there's not much you can do, but. Yeah. Let's Panda Express, for example. I feel like almost every campus has a Panda Express. (laughs) Um, Maybe instead of getting the teriyaki chicken or orange chicken, you can just get the chicken alone. Ask for the sauce on the side. You can get their steamed vegetables. Like Mm -hmm. there are options, but you have to make the conscious decision to (laughs) get those things. That's honestly what's hard for me is I'm always like, yes, that looks amazing. I want that now. That's me too. Um, but just set yourself up, get some protein bars for when you're hungry, just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. College is hard. And if you're in a situation where you're like, I just feel like I can't right now do the best you can and then do it when you can. You, there's no rush. Enjoy this time. Not that serious. Totally. Also. So like with college working out your workout plans would probably be perfect. So like, do you want to kind of tell us what your workout plans are? What equipment's needed? Do you have to go to the gym and do them? Can you do them like in your dorm? Like tell us everything about them. I want to know. Cause I I would just absolutely love to. Okay. So I have three gym guides or not gym guides. I have three workout guides. One is body only. So absolutely no equipment is necessary for that. All you need is you and your bod and a space where you can do like lunges and all of those kind of things yeah that one is more cardio focused so you'll see more hit style workouts um it's kind of building all around strength um and then more of a cardio focused and then we have the dumbbell guide so all you need is your body and a pair of dumbbells and this one is to focus more on strength and less of cardio so i kind of had these in order where start with the body only guide build a little foundation and get that cardio in and then you can move on to the dumbbell guide once you get comfortable and you want to start using some weights and that'll help grow those muscles a little bit more this guide is more focused on the booty um so you have like two booty days and all that kind of stuff. And then you have the gym guide. Each one has five workouts per week, by the way, and six exercises per workout. Oh my God. Then you have the gym guide. So once you graduate from the dumbbells and you decide, okay, I'm ready to put my foot in a gym, 
Then you have the gym guide. So that one is actually a subscription. Every month on the first, you are set an entire month worth of workouts. Again, five days a week, um, six exercises per day. And every single guide has photos demonstrating the exercises. So it's not like, okay, how do I even do an elevated curtsy lunge? What is that? I'm kind of like your personal trainer in the back pocket. I'm telling you how many to do, what to do, how to do it. And then also in the gym guide, there's like recipe ideas and all those kind of fun things. And I always get asked, well, how do you work out? The gym guide is literally my split. That's how I work out week to week. So that's also what I really like about it is like, okay, you guys want to know how I work out. This is actually how I work out. And you guys can work out with me if you want, like do the same workout with me today. And I feel like it kind of made a community throughout my page. Cause it's like, Oh my God, that leg day fucking sucked. Why did you do that? Like all those things that it's fun, but those are the guides. So body only dumbbell and then gym guide. And I mean, it also takes off the pressure of trying to figure out like what you should do. Like, that's like the biggest thing is if I go to the gym and I don't have a preset plan, I'll literally walk around the gym for like 20 minutes being like, okay, now what, like what's next? I'm like, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. We've all been there. I know I, what makes me so happy is I have people that will email me and be like, Hey, I'm really, I'm ready to cancel my gym membership with you. And I'm like, okay, like doesn't bother me because they'll say in the email, they'll be like, yeah, I don't know. From your gym guide, I feel like I've learned so much and I've got enough knowledge that I can make my own workouts now. And I'm like, yes, queen, like unsubscribe, go do your own thing. That makes me so happy that you now feel confident. Like that's what I want people to use my gym guides for is like that foot in the door. How do I figure this out? And then maybe after a few months you do get a hang of it and you're like, oh, okay, this is easier than I thought. Like I could do it myself. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. It's so um, great. So one big thing about you is that you are super, super vocal on your Insta and TikTok about your anxiety. And how do you, like, if you are in an anxious state, like, what do you do to kind of like de-spiral yourself? Like, is there something that you do or do you just like literally sit in it? Sometimes I just actually sit in it for like a solid hour and a half and just like, Yeah. Um, two days ago, I had such an anxious day. Like, I don't know what it was. I was just, it was just a bad day. And it was hard because it was a day where I coached all day and I had things to do. So it's not like I could lay around if I wanted to lay down. And I ended up having an anxiety attack that night. Like I ended up losing my mind, pulled over my car because I was hyperventilating so hard. Like one of those moments. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, okay. And the next day I had things I needed to do yesterday, but I came home and I was like looking at my apartment. I had messes like all over the place and I had things I need to do. And I was just like, how do you expect yourself to be so clear headed when you're surrounded by mess? And so I took the time to kind of clear out my space, to clear my mind. And then yesterday I didn't make myself do anything. I relaxed and I chilled and I just let myself be at home and I didn't make myself feel shitty for it because feel like that's a really big thing for people is people say okay relax like just let yourself yeah. relax and like do all of those things but sometimes it's really hard for people like I feel really shitty about myself if I just lay around like I think about all the things right. that I need to do um but it's so important to give yourself that time if it's like reading if it's staring at a blank wall for 10 minutes just mm-hmm. to not think about anything giving yourself that I also found that writing in a journal this happened to me when I was in a Oahu actually I was super anxious I was freaking out and it felt like my thoughts were just spiraling and I couldn't even like 
keep track of them. They're just running right. in my head. And I was like, and it, it's like the same thoughts. It's almost like they're running in a circle. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need this to stop. So I took out my journal and I wrote down everything that I was thinking. And when people ask me, how do you journal? What's a mind dump? If you were to read my mind dumps, you would be like, what the fuck is this girl saying? Yeah, like, it really like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it, that's a mind dump. Like sentences don't need to go together. And I filled up like three, four pages of just all my thoughts. If it was good, bad, whatever, I just got it out. And then once it's out, I reread it. And I'm like, okay, now it's on a piece of paper. It's on my head. I read it. That's what it is. Let's move on. And it kind of helps take those thoughts from racing and floating through your head. Now that they're on a piece of paper, they stop. And it weirdly works. And yeah. I now that sounds dumb and how everyone's like, oh, journal, da, 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 da. but genuinely just try it and see how much it slows your mind down because it's like, now they're just in one place and now yeah. you can move on from it. It's yeah. I don't yeah. know. Just self-care getting it out don't hold it in when you hold it in that's when you're gonna break mm-hmm. um and also look at what you're eating a big thing is gut health when it comes to serotonin I don't know if you've heard this but like 90 percent of 90 percent of your serotonin or something like that comes from your gut lot. and I think that's yeah. why I get so anxious because my gut <laughs> fucked so I'm like <gasps> totally so look at your diet um, look at the amount of caffeine you drink. I am. Yeah, that's another issue. That. <laughs> Everybody's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have so much caffeine. I'm like, keep your opinions to yourself. No, <laughs> I'm like, I love my pre-workout. I love my cold brew. I love my hot coffee in the morning. I'm like, just let me live. It's, it's not even about the caffeine. Like, it's not even about making me awake. It's about the aesthetic of it. <laughs> it's the one, it's the little thing that brings me joy. I'm like, we're not going to take that out of my day. No, like that first cup of or first sip of coffee feeling, that is a real thing. That is like, it is. Yeah. And like I found that with pre-workout too. Like I never used to take pre-workout and I started like a few months ago because my boyfriend takes it and he was like, just like try a little sip. And it's literally juice. And I'm like, this is the best part of my workout. I'm like, this is just so nice. I sip it. It's like a whole thing. I have a whole routine. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know, but anxiety, it's like, you got to find what works for you because Mm -hmm. what works for me might not work for you. Journaling might sound like the most repulsive thing to you. And that's okay. You can uh, go lay in your bed, watch YouTube and not feel shitty about it. Again, stare at the ceiling, dance, dancing tremendously lifts my mood. Me too. I am working it in my living room. Before every exam, like I will put my headphones in and I will literally dance like around my apartment. I'll do it at school. I really don't care. I'm like, I just need something to kind of get me in a mode that I'm like, okay, no, you're not going to die. You're fine. You can do this. Have fun. It's great. Yes. I love that. No, I remember. So when I first was diagnosed, diagnosed, I guess that's what you can say with anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a really funny way of how I found out. I actually first went to the doctor because I thought my asthma was really getting bad. Yeah. Like I didn't realize my anxiety attacks. Oh my God, stop. That's literally an asthma I'm wheezy all the time. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just having a mental breakdown. Exactly. No, I was sitting in one of my lectures 
And I remember looking around and like kind of just getting that like claustrophobic, like panicky, yeah. like yeah. breathing my oxygen. And I just started getting freaked out. And I was like, maybe my ass, because I have exercise induced asthma. And so I was like, maybe my asthma is just like getting worked up. And I remember going to the doctor, being like, yeah, I need to get my inhaler refilled. I keep having these like weird shortness of breaths. And he ended up bringing like anxiety up. And he was like, are you stressed out? Blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes these can interfere. Um, week later found out I had anxiety and started going to therapy for it. <laughs> but it's, it's weird. It's like side effects that you never really realized were the mm-hmm. cause. Yeah. It feels so physical. It feels mm-hmm. so physical. I mean, for me, working out is a really big stress relief. Like I will wake up in the morning, literally this morning, I woke up and I just got really panicked for no reason. Like, I don't know if I'm dreaming weird things. I don't know, but I will wake up and be like, I have so much to do today. What am I have to do? But the whole thing, I will stress out. Even if I don't have anything to do, I'm like, why don't I have anything to do today? Like, what am I missing? Like, what, why do I feel like I have all the free time in the world? And then I go, I wake up, I force myself to go work out and I come back and I'm like, great. Okay. Now let's start my day. I'm in a great mood. Oh, I have so much to do today. I can conquer all of it. Listen to positive affirmations. I'm like, oh, we're doing so good. That is amazing. That exactly. Whenever I wake up and I'm, my mind's already racing. Like you don't even wake up at 5 a.m. because you're already going off. Yeah. Fall back asleep. Yeah. That's when I know my anxiety is bad because I'm like, okay, now it's affecting your sleep. And I'm a big list girl. So like if I wake up and I have all those things, I just have to write a list. I have to write a list and be like, this is actually what you have to do because I'm the queen of making up shit that I don't actually have to do. Just to make myself stressed out. I'm like, why? I remember one time I was like so stressed out about editing a YouTube video and getting it posted by that day. Mm-hmm. And I like called myself and I was like, girl, you didn't even tell anyone you're going to post this. Nobody's telling you to post this. Like, why, what is this? Like, why are you making it so stressful? And like, I feel like that's why lists really help me because it makes that annoying voice in the back of my head. That's like, what about this? What about this? And it makes it like, shut up. And it's like, okay, these are actually the only three things that you have to do today. Just focus on those three things. Yeah. Oh my God. We're literally, we're actually the same person. Like I am the exact same. I'll be like, oh my God, I have to post this on TikTok for HC or I have to like do a podcast or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but how many people actually care? I'm like, literally no one cares. It's just me. It really is not that big of a deal. And I'm like, you need to calm down. Yes. Being your own boss is a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. I saw this one tweet where it was like, no, I don't work nine to five, but now I work 24 seven. And I'm like, that's literally, (laughs) I will like wake up in the middle of the night at like three in the morning. And same thing. If I wake up and I like have something in my head. I'm like, I just have to write it down. And then maybe like, it sounds really bad. My boyfriend gets mad at me for this all the time, but I'll wake up at like three in the morning, think of an email that I should send. And I'm like, okay, but I just have to send it now. And he's like, literally go to bed and like send it in the morning. And I'm like, but you don't get, I'm not going to sleep. And that's I have to send the email at three in the morning when I think of it. Otherwise I'm not going to sleep for the rest of the night. Why is three o'clock the time to wake up at night? I saw something and it was like, if you wake up at like three in the morning, you're spiritually aligned. So I'm just taking it as like a good thing. I'm like, so obviously I'm doing really well and I'm better than everyone else. Ever since I've like had anxiety or ever since quarantine at 3am, it's like my time to shine in the middle of the night. And 
I remember one time I woke up and I was just off the walls with my anxiety and there was no way I was going to fall back asleep. And I literally got up and I started cutting my hair at three in the morning. I was in the bathroom cutting my split ends off my hair while my boyfriend slept in my bed for like an hour. I was like, (laughs) okay, I guess we'll just cut my hair. Yeah. it's crazy. You're like dead asleep. And then all of a sudden you're wide awake and you need to do something. It's like, it's so wild. And I'm like, I don't know what I need to do to get a full night's sleep. I'm like, it's definitely not healthy, but I'm also like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. So we're just going to benefit okay. from 3am. And it's hard. Cause like, okay, you will eventually fall asleep, but it'll be at like 435. Yeah. And then by the time you wake up at like 637, you're like in the middle of one of those REM cycles. Yes, so you're like yes. in this weird. I'm like, it would yeah. have been better if I just got up at three and started my day. Seriously. <laughs> like, Oh my God. That's so, yeah, that's so annoying. Um, do you, do you have social anxiety at all? Like, do you ever get anxious in social situations? Cause I mean, like with your job, you're meeting so many new people and like going on trips and like all this stuff. Like, do you ever get stressed out about that? Um, I, I don't know if I have social anxiety. I've actually been thinking about this lately. I don't, I don't know. I think that it's more, I don't, I honestly don't know if it's social anxiety or if it's like event anxiety. I know I have travel anxiety. I don't know. I think it's just because I'm getting out of my place and I'm going on a plane and like, oh, did I pack enough things? Am I fully prepared for this? What am I going to do? I'm not going to have my routine. Like all of those things. I get gnarly trip anxiety and it's always 24 hours before. And then it used to end by the time I got there, but now it lasts me all throughout my trip. I think it's just me not being in my place that freaks yeah. me out so much. Out of routine and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's so annoying because I'm like, just enjoy this but in the back of my head the entire time on it I'm on any trip I'm like I want to go home like I can't Mm -hmm. wait to be home like I can't wait to be in my own bed like I can't wait to just like be in my own place and do my own things and in my own gym and with my own people and like yeah I don't know but socially I feel like I do pretty well I can get along with honestly anybody that I meet I can talk to a wall kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to like my social battery, I feel like I can only give so much. The yeah. social battery thing is so real where like, I don't want to be getting grumpy, but I just am grumpy because I have nothing else to give. Like I like can't be that person anymore. And I think it's because I'm such a high energy that mm-hmm. I only last so long. Like, <laughs> yeah, I come crashing down pretty quick like when I was in TLF I was with athletes the whole time we were doing shootings yeah. it was so fun and I loved all the girls and my friend Bryn that I was with who like sat down and I was like dude I'm exhausted not even physically but just mentally and she was like yeah my social battery is like done and I'm yeah. like yes yes such a I just need to go be alone and isolate myself no so I guess it's not really social anxiety it's more just like I don't know. I definitely appreciate my alone time in my own space. Um, so I just have to prioritize those things a little bit more. Yeah, that's literally me too. But like I, I've just, I mean, I've always known this, but like I am such an introvert, but I always put myself in extrovert situations. So I like, even like podcasts, like all this stuff, like when I was younger, I did like Miss Teen Canada, like all this stuff. And I know how to like, talk to people and everything but it takes so much out of me to do it so then after like a solid three hours I'm like I am done like I need to sit by myself I need to watch tv I need to talk to absolutely no one because it just takes so much out of you 
Totally. I was actually just listening to a podcast and it was like two podcasters talking mm-hmm. and they were talking about how like what you do is like alone and yeah, you're just like sitting and talking, but people don't think about what goes into it behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the getting ready for it, the setting up for it, then actually doing it and having to be on, having to be energetic and doing yeah. all those things. And it's like, when you finish, you hit a wall and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm done. And it's exhausting. And it seems like it's something so simple, but it's kind of like that coach training thing. Like mm-hmm. you just have to be on. And like, that's what's like so tiring. I feel like when you do it for a certain amount of time, you're just like, yeah. I, my battery's low. Like I need to recharge. Well, like even for me right now, so like I moved to go to school right now and obviously I don't know anyone. So when I go to school and I like, it's obviously better now, but like at the beginning when I would go to class and stuff, you had to be on, like I had to be like, hi, I'm Brianne. Like, how are you? Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Hi, this is great. Wow. I love learning about bones and like school, like whatever. And so I, like I would go home and I'm like I am so exhausted like we did absolutely nothing in class but just like mentally I'm like I literally had to talk to everyone that was so much work I'm like I am so tired I would like call my mom and I'd be like I'll talk to you later I can't even speak to anyone anymore I'm done that, that's what happens to me after I coach so I most classes I teach in a row is four classes so after my longest day when I teach four classes I call my boyfriend when I'm on my way home and I got like a 30 minute drive to get yeah. home and I'll be on the phone with him and I'll be energetic because like you kind of have the I'm off work high and like yeah. you're excited like that kind of thing and then 15 minutes in I can't like I can't speak and it's because you're sitting down for a certain amount of time and yeah. everything starts to slowly shut down more and more Literally. and I'll tell my boyfriend on the phone I'll say I am sorry I have to hang up I don't think I can speak right now <laughs> it always happens every time I'm like yeah. I can't I can't do this anymore. I'll just talk to you later. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> that's literally me too. Like I will drive home from school. Same thing. That's my time to call people. So I'll call my boyfriend or whatever. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, okay, conversation's done. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so yeah, I'll talk to you a little bit later. I need to go sit on the couch. Yeah. And yep. I just can't do it. But thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the most perfect sweatsuits I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> I'm so I like you don't even understand it makes me so happy especially because like I send it to people or whatever and like they feel like they have to post it and like that's great and I love it but then after the fact like to still see people wear it or to see people like wear it in vlogs or like whatever I'm like wow they must actually really like it and like that makes me really excited yes and the color the brown color oh She's stunning. Oh my god, She's I'm so in the perfect. green one. I'm like more of the green. I love oh, I made myself get brown because I am obsessed with green. Like mm-hmm. sickening. Like I, I had a Princess Polly haul where half the wardrobe was green and I was like, shit, I have a problem. <laughs> I feel like green with like dark hair and stuff though is just like such a vibe. Like I it's love a vibe. It. Yeah. Thank you so much to Tamara for coming on the podcast. I hope you guys loved having her on as much as I did. Um, Please be sure to follow her, follow HC. I'm obviously going to leave all the handles down below. And I'm also going to leave the link to her guides. So if you want a good workout, go buy her guides. They're amazing. Please be sure to follow this podcast and send it to your friends, your family, your ex, whoever your heart desires, and I'll catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye!
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.